I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Episode 253 of the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. It's a lot. We've been through the ringer. We've been through it all together, David Brody. You know, uh, we have. Uh, we, we'll list all the things we've been through at some point. Uh, I got a, a couple of DMs this weekend. If I can find them, I'll shout them out. If not, yeah. I'll shout them out next week. Yeah. That said, oh, we just started the podcast a couple of months ago. We're up to 177. We're up to 140. So we've gotten some new listeners who are thankfully listening in order. I like that. Supposed to. I like that very much. Um, the only problem with that, and they're not going to hear this for a while, is I think I mentioned this last week, but they're still doing it where they go, oh, my God, you were definitely right. Yeah, because what? they're not specific about it. So now you got to go back to episode 47 and comb right. through it to figure out what you were right about. Well, they say the episode, which is which is fine. They'll go, oh, episode 53. You're right. I would have done the same thing. I go, what? what? Okay. That was like, uh, yeah, it's an 80-minute episode. Could have said a lot of things during that time. And that was like four years ago? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we don't remember. Honestly, we've said this before. We don't remember what happened this episode. Yeah. As soon as we like Brooklyn, it's curious yeah. to me. What do we talk about? I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. We always forget because we are in the moment. So um, I'm excited. I'm going to Lisbon and Paris. I'm getting out of the country. I'm doing exactly what I promised I would do for my New Year's resolution. Oh, with, that sounds nice. If you remember, it was go to other places than the four or five places I always vacation in. The slices even know where I always vacation. And now, the, you know, Bahamas, Vegas, Miami, right. you yeah, know. this is a new one for you. The huge. Yeah, no, this is, we're going overseas. And I can't wait. Robin's coming with me. The two of us are on a journey. We're, uh, we're going to eat our way through Lisbon and Paris. I hear okay. two very big eating cities. I, I have to find fault with you because that's what we do here. I feel like you humble questioned. What does that mean? Well, it means you put up a poll on social media 
asking people where you should eat in France and Lisbon. Yeah. Which is such a fucking bougie thing to put up on social Wait, media. What? Like if someone's like, Hey, I'm coming to Manhattan. Um, you know, where should I eat? You go, okay, well it's Manhattan. You want it. You want your people's opinion, right? Oh, I'm going to Los Angeles. Where should I go for good Chinese food? But you're like, Oh, Oh, uh, slices uh, people who follow me. I'm going to France and Lisbon. Lisbon. See, and I was wondering if you could tell me nobody who follows you on social media at what do you have? Like 150,000 followers, whatever. What? Maybe two have been to Lisbon. I mean, that's come on. You're not really okay. asking for I'm, advice. I'm going to poke you're holes. to tell people gonna, you're going to France and Lisbon. Poking holes in this right away. First of all, the whole point of me putting that out there is that maybe in 187,000 people. Sorry. All low, right, bragger. Low key flex that I Very would find key. a couple of people who can give me some tips on places mm-hmm. to go. And unlike because, Google or Yelp. Yeah, but I want to hear real reviews from real people. I don't necessarily need to get a slanted review from TripAdvisor because somebody had an axe to grind with the place. David Brody. <clears throat> okay, so no one has an axe to grind on, on, on Twitter? Or on no, Instagram? I feel like the li- people who, who know you and follow you mm. are, more, are closer to you and they're going to give you an honest assessment. I don't need to see a Yelp review mm-hmm. because they... That your soup came out cold and you trashed it with one star. I don't need those people in my life. I want to know from real people, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, the whole point was I don't have the answers. Oh, oh great. But, so, so how many people got back to you about places to eat in Lisbon? About uh, about six. About six, yeah. And about 14 for Paris. Yeah. Also, France. Oh, you, But you said France and Lisbon. You didn't say Paris. France is a, is a big country. So like, I think I know. Like, I wrote Paris, didn't I? I thought you wrote France. Whatever the case. Point is. People called you out as a bougie bastard. Well, they could call me out all they want. The thing is, isn't that sometimes what social media is for to go and find out answers from people? People put up polls all the time or they put up suggestions or things. When was the last time you went to, let's say, uh, Minnesota and put up a poll? Where should I eat Minnesota? I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you travel all the time. I don't Man. remember you putting up a poll on where to eat. This is some boomer energy right here. This is exactly no, the problem. Not boomer at what, all. Look, girls do this all the time. What, I, what outfit should I wear, guys? And then you listen, please, those are 12 year olds on TikTok. That's not true. That's if not you true. You are on the iHeartRadio app. There's a little microphone there while you're listening. You can leave a talk back. All right. Would you please leave a talk back? Uh, do me a favor, though. Hold on, hold on. Wait, let me. Okay. You know what? We're not doing an episode next week. We're not so, going to be here. Yeah. We're not going to be here. So, uh, whatever today is, what's today? The. Whatever. Well, you know, we may actually release this next week. I I have a strategy behind that. But your strategy, okay? So we we know what day it is. Whatever it is, the big show, Elvis Duran show, is off week of April seventeenth. We may just slide that this podcast as a release date. I maybe Monday. I don't know. Whatever Monday or something. Yeah, whatever it is. I don't know what day you're hearing. Sometime around the twenty fourth. Leave a talk back and give your opinion uh, on whether no, or not when you're hearing this. Leave a, leave a talk back That's when you fine. hear it, and then we'll That's collect fine. it when we get back. It's like an answering okay. machine message, old school. Come on, it's like a voicemail. Right, you know what? I'm just. I know, but sometimes they get erased. Or we no, get too many. Doesn't matter. We're, we're okay. Right. Point right. is, you're you're mm-hmm. actually summoning these people right now. And right, I so can where am I going to eat in Lisbon? Where am I going? The thing is, it's not. My point is, it's not wrong to put up a poll or to to put up some kind of a. A question to engage with your followers to who you I legitimately want assistance with. This okay, is no right. different than right. anyone going. So all, all the slices that called scary out on social media. I guess you were wrong in calling scary bougie. That he's going to Paris and Lisbon. 
Well, that, those are just haters then at that point. I mean, you're the one who's slanting it. I mean, it's in your own head that that's where it came from a bad place. No, I just think it comes from your normal place. I see people do it all the time where people want suggestions on things. Yeah. Okay. And they put it up there. And sometimes they're the they're the most materialistic things that you could you could talk about in life. But isn't that what social media really is at the end of the day? For a I lot of people. Know. So I think you're overreacting. But anyway, I would like some real feedback. I don't know where I want to go. I didn't, I've never been to these places before. You should be thanking me for stepping out of the box. But you know what's scary? I admire you I for guess. stepping out of your comfort zone and trying to plan a vacation to somewhere other than Miami. No offense to Miami, but I'm going to go there too. But so now, okay, oh yeah, right. So I have to give you props. Yes, I'd like some. I have to. Some I have props. to say, Scary, great job going to France and Lisbon instead well, of going to Aruba. I want to be cultured. Or the Bahamas. You're talking about a Brooklyn boy. Two Brooklyn I, boys. I want to well, be. Can I, I want to learn. You, I, a little, yeah, go ahead. I want to learn I'm a little bit more. I'm stepping out of my box. Okay. I'm stepping out of my box, and I will give you a compliment. All right, I'm, I'm going to okay. do both of those things. Okay. In September, waiting. There's a good chance we're planning a trip. My wife and I are planning it. Okay. We may go to Vegas. Okay. Which is out of, which is out of our comfort zone for where we would normally go. And so she says to me, she she emailed me this morning. She said, Oh, these are the flights and this is what it's going to cost. She said, I want to stay in a scary style hotel. Ah, that's what she said. She said, so get scary's recommendation for a, Scary style hotel. I got three reason. hotels right up front that I'm thinking about. She said, "I." She's also going to you know do her research on TikTok, but she's going to compare the TikTok reservations yeah. and recommendations rather to you, and we will come to a conclusion. Yeah. So we will not be staying at the Motel Six when we go to Vegas. Not there's anything wrong with that, but she wants to stay somewhere yeah. nice because we don't often go away for a right. weekend. Like, you know, hey, listen, so. if I could add to what I was about to tell, what we were talking about just now, actually. This trip, okay, is actually not even fully being fully funded by me. It's not like I have like Mr. I'm not Mr. Moneybags here. This no. this trip is a Robin's gift. Half? No, this is a gift. I oh, was no. a, I was a from the radio from iHeartMedia. Oh, I was I was awarded a 25 year tri- for for 25 years at iHeartMedia. We were given trips. We were given places to go. So I was given a trip to anywhere in the world. Basically, I wanted to go. And uh, so this is my 20. This is a prize. I want a prize. So that's what this is. All right. So don't even think about where it came from. Oh, scare your bougie bastard asshole. Hey, guess what? I fucking sweat and sweated and toiled for 25 years. And I made it to a milestone of this company. And they wanted to recognize that by setting me somewhere. So did anyone you, did who you upgrade, did you upgrade the hotel? I did because now I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm playing with house money. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm like, All right. well, I might as well go from a four-star to a five-star hotel because that'll be the money that's coming out of my pocket. So well, there you go. So, so yeah, yeah, so, I upgraded on shit. Yes, I did. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Uh, when I go to uh, Vegas, uh-huh. you know my favorite restaurant, right? You know my favorite time. I do. Is Carmine's. And uh, I did go to Carmine's uh, Saturday night, which I'll talk about later. But there's a Carmine's in Atlantic City, right? It's at Caesars? Yes. Uh, so I have to figure out. Yep. So my wife and I went to Carmine's on Saturday. Oh, God, the baked clams and the parm. Oh, how do I? So I want to take her to like um, a, a couple of nice, really nice restaurants. Yeah. Right. And I want to take her to uh, some kind of residency concert. Uh-huh. You know, really, really blow the doors off on this thing. Yeah. Car, you know, for us. But I want to slip in a Carmine's visit. Now, Carmine's is, is very nice. I'm not saying it's not very nice, mm. but she's going to want to go someplace she hasn't been before. I think it's totally okay to go to Carmine's. 
in another location because it's totally different then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right, listen, I, I love Carmine's too. But I think I mean, you, I've been to the one in the Bahamas. I've I think, been to the one in Washington, D.C. I think, though, if, if you really wanted to, you know, take it to the next level, go somewhere she hasn't been. And, yeah, and I have some suggestions you, for Italian uh, restaurants, too. All right, very good. So what you're saying is I should go to Carmine's for lunch. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that. All right, very good. <laughs> you're funny. Um, yeah, you, you told me you had something very upsetting to talk to me about, That you, the reason why you were late to the podcast today. Well, I, What's going on? Um, I'll tell you next. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. 
if I could just get Gandhi on the phone, I'd like to do this because this is this just bothers the hell out of me. What I drive them home every every day. That's very nice of you. Yes, it's I a know scary that. caravan, as you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a lot of people who live in the area. I'm surprised you're not driving like four or five people home. Oh, forget it. I drive home. It's Costa Boy Josh sometimes to work and Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Got Gandhi here. Hi, Gandhi. Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's going on with you? I hear Brody. What's up, Brody? What's up, Gandhi? You're on the Brooklyn Boys podcast. And I have no idea why, Gandhi. Am I not a good guy for taking people home every day and having the scary? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. You guys are guests in my car, right? Yeah. Humble brag. I got a brand new BMW. (laughs) Yeah. So here we are, the first time with the top down because it's like going to be 90 degrees today and it was north of 75 already. And we're like, let's take the top down. So we're driving. We get to Jersey City. I park at a gas station to get some gas. Now there's a gas being put into my car and we're exposed, right? Because the top is down. I have a question. Yeah. So I'd interrupt. Did you go through the tunnel with the top down? That's a whole oh other car. Thank you. Okay. That's a whole other argument. You you could die from the fumes. No, you can't. That's an old. Your windows up. Thank you. You never go with the top down. That's an old wives' tale. No, it's not. All the truck fumes. Go ahead. He literally said, so we were like, uh, are we going to go through the tunnel with the top down? Because we roll the windows up. Are we sure we want to have the top down? Gary's like, it's happening. It's going down. It's happening. You know what? Worst case scenario, it's a bit for the air tomorrow. And Sam and I looked at each other like, this man is going to try to kill us for a bit for the air tomorrow. Well, it's this not is a, absurd. It's not a yeah, bit. Gandhi, it's, it's, em- it's, emphysema, it's more. Emphysema gets the phones going. I'm just exactly. saying. I'm just saying. I'm not the only one who does this and feels this way. I think that the whole rolling up the windows in the tunnel is a bit of a uh, old wives' tale. I don't think the air is any it's, less or more clean. Oh my God! You know it definitely the wives, is. You know why the wives are old, scary? Because they roll their windows up. And they didn't die from emphysema. Uh, the yeah. vents suck out the dirty air in the tunnel. You don't have any vents no, with don't. the top down, dude. If we'd oh. all be died dead from carbon monoxide if tunnels didn't work and remove filthy air. No, I wouldn't be dead because my windows are up. You guys are crazy. But anyway, that's a whole other. No. That's, <laughs> that's not why we, this is backfiring. It was Fuck so blatant, you. Gandhi. As okay. soon as you told the story, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> He didn't Thank say you put Brody. the top down. Ugh. That was he put the top down in Jersey City. Issue. Oh, my God. Exactly. This worse? He went through the whole tunnel. Sam and I are like hacking and gagging. We get out the other side. He said, how do you feel? I said, well, my lungs feel a little blacker. But, I mean, cool. Whatever. What are we going to say? He's the one driving. It's his car. If he wants to kill us, I guess that's on, you know, us. We shouldn't have got <sighs> in. There are times I've been in Scary's convertible. He'll pull up next to somebody smoking. I'm like, can you pull away? He's like, no, it's fine. It's great. I yeah. wife's tale. <laughs> we live in the city of toxins. This is there's toxins all around us at all times. It's inevitable. That's more than normal, though. You're saying wow. there's a higher concentration in the tunnel. Yes, for sure. It, it's a tube, scary. What do you think? Yeah, but there's, there's vents every two feet, and that's sucking the air out. <laughs> oh, so it's it's no, be okay with you people smoked on a plane. Uh, Back like they used to, because there's no. vents. That's not why we're here today. Oh, scary! Why don't you park your BMW in the oh. middle of a seven seven twenty seven or seven thirty seven and let the fumes from the car? The vents will take it out. It's fine. Long flight, to LA. All right, Thank your car you, in the middle Brody. of the 
Let me fast forward. I'm loving this. Let's fast forward to the gas station, okay? <laughs> Where my, they're filling my tank up. I'm so glad Gandhi's here. We agree. And some random mani- yeah. some random maniac guy approaches the vehicle with some literature for all of us. Gandhi, I'll let you take it from here. Okay. So we're sitting there. This man comes up. He's got pamphlets. He, you know, they're about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He hands all three of us a pamphlet. We take it. Fine. No problem. No beef. Then he looks at Sam and I, and he's like, just so you know, if you're not bathed in the blood of Christ, you're going to burn in hell. So Sam hands this pamphlet back to him, and she's like, oh, well, I'm a Jew, so that's already going to happen. I hand mine back to him. I say, yeah, I'm Hindu, so, you know. And he says, it's not too late. You guys are going to burn in hell. It's not too late. So both of us are kind of like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, nah, they, But they were I'm rude good, to buddy. him. They were like mouthing off we to him. Rude. Oh, no, no. We were not rude. We so were not mouthing off. I we gladly like, glad, grabbed the pamphlet. I said, I'm, I'm a Catholic. I'll take the pamphlet. Thank you so much, sir. Almost like Don't be on your way. Nobody, yeah. Brody, nobody yeah. was mouthing off to him at all. This man looked at us and he goes, I used to burn people. So trust me on this one. You guys are going to burn in hell. No, we were but like, no, okay. That was only Sam after he says, was provoked because Sam was, was talking some shit. Him. Sam was talking shit to nobody him. Nobody was talking shit. She handed the pamphlet back and said, I'm Jewish, so I'm all set. He said, you're going to burn in hell. She said, I don't have a hell. I think I'm okay. I was like, we're all good. That's her so being a smart ass. Stuff. That's her being a smart ass. That's not being a smart ass. Scary. This man is approaching two people and telling us we're going to burn in hell for being terrible human beings. Like, okay. give me a break. Then he tells us he's burnt people in his life. Go away from the car, sir. Just go away. But here's That's the thing. What was going that on. is not your battle to fight. It's my car. I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, I'm he wasn't I, fighting I, your car. I'm brave on the outside and I'm shitting on the inside Wait at this point, scary. by the way. So I yeah, said, you thank you. Absolutely not. Scary, you don't have crazy pyro insurance in case the guy set the car on fire. You're not covered. <laughs> the, the thing is, I'm pa- okay. I'm here to be a pacifier. Why don't you take some? Say, so you take want some, to suck on you? Why don't you take some lessons exactly. from your great great grandfather, uh, Mahatma Gandhi? Didn't he believe in my a great different- great grandfather? Would not have listened to that bullshit. He was a revolutionary. He stood up for what he believed in. There was no violence. There was no fighting. And by the way, this man is on Sam and my side. He wasn't near Scary. Scary was in zero danger whatsoever. But the thing is, I'm sitting there. This guy's going to fucking kick my car. These girls are. Thank you. Thank you. See, Gandhi, you you made a mistake of saying he wasn't near Scary. I don't know what Scary's problem is. Scary's not worried about you and Sam. (laughs) He said it. He's worried about his car. The man was on the side of the car, not the Gandhi side, not the Sam side. He told us that in no uncertain terms. He said, I wasn't worried about you two. I didn't want him to fuck up my car. Like, okay, there's a man telling us he burns people, telling us we're going to burn in hell, getting irritated at us, and Scary's worried about his car. But he's only getting irritated because you guys are being combative toward him. Hold on. Why can't you just take the pamphlet, say thank you so much, and have a nice day? He will go away. Gandhi, at any point did Scary say, excuse me, sir, if you're going to burn them, can you please have them step out of the car first? <laughs> no, but I think he would have. Yeah, I could see like the guy was like, getting ready with the, ga- the gasoline and the and the and the flat and the, the lighter. Sir, if you're going to have nah. to burn these heathens, would you please have them step outside the car? My car is Christian. Pretty much. All I could say Here- is. He didn't give a shit about anything That's but not his true. car. That, he didn't care that someone was being extremely rude to two people who he allegedly cares but about. But people are rude. Neither to, but, of us were rude to him. But we're either. not. And listen, we're, we have tougher Why skin. Why should we oh. have to eat shit? 
Why should we have to eat? I'll chips? tell you why. Like, because based on what? Because if the guy is as crazy enough to say that he set people on fire and is that much of a maniac to begin with, then you know that you wouldn't put it past him to do something crazy on the spot right then and there. What to me, he's highly illogical. He's a highly illogical maniac as it is. You don't want to poke that there, and I believe I don't disagree. I don't think us handing a pamphlet back to him is really mouthing off and like starting shit. I think you expecting us to just hold on to it and eat shit from somebody who's being abusive toward us and who we are as people. He came over and he approached approached us in an open. We're gonna burn in hell because I'm a Hindu and said that we're burning in hell. All he said that he started by saying. He, he handed the pamphlet. That's he, how he started. He, no, he handed the pamphlet. That's why we handed it back. That's how he started. Why do you think we handed it back? I happily took it from him, and I was going to just say, okay, cool, thanks, sir. Have a wonderful day. And then he hits us with, you guys are going to burn in hell. Get out of here, scary. I think I because think Sam, it was something Sam said that set him off. I'm telling you, it was. He said, I'm a Jew. Yeah, but the thing is. You know how to say she's a Jew? Here's that the thing. sets people off. Give me a break. Uh, the As best, a Jew, I'd like to chime in here for But a before you do that. Thanks, the, in my in my opinion, the best the best the best solution or the best way this could have gone as a Christian. Go the ahead. best way this could have gone yeah. is he approached the vehicle. Obviously, we were exposed because the top was down, the and he of, he hands us hands each one of us the pamphlets. He says what he has to say. Jesus will repent. You were there's still time to repent because this world is coming to an end. And you just shake him off, and you're like, "Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you." Let him say his piece and walk away. But it wasn't. Here, that is how monsters grow by apathetic people who just allow it because you're too chicken. It's not our job. It's not our job to come at people and be Whose these. Job is it? I am not a social justice warrior, dude. I just want to get out it's of there with my life. That's hold, actually hold on. somebody yeah. being to your coworkers. Yeah, I yeah. know that, but he's irrational. There's nothing you're going to say to this no. guy. That's you are gonna... so white manning this and being like, you should just deal with it and move on, little lady. Like, that's what you're doing. You don't Scary. understand what it's like for people to say shit to you because it Scary. doesn't happen. You're going to feed, Even you're feeding the, you're throwing logs in the fire, though, Scary. by talking back to him. Scary. Yes. Scary. Same scenario. You're in Gandhi's car. You're I... not quite as upset, are you? No, I, no, I still am. There you go. <laughs> yes, Brody. High five from afar. There you go. There you go. No. See, I think, I think, look, I, I'm going to be honest with you. As, as someone who is Jewish, I've been in that situation many times. This is not about religion at this point. It's about some on, creep coming up to your car, handing you shit. It's about your car. Look, I would prefer to get into debates with people. And, exp- and and tell them that I don't want any part of anything where I have to be threatened that I'll burn in hell if I don't follow every rule. I don't want to believe in that kind of system. That being said, I respect Sam and Gandhi for what they did. I have to admit, I'm probably more of a coward. I probably, <laughs> in the past, have said, oh, yeah, I'll take a look at this. Thank you so much yes, for sharing that. Yes, And then that. When, they, when they walked away, I gave them the finger and I said shit to my wife. And I'm like, whatever. That's if what I'm I would have done. Wife, hold on, hold on. If I I'm ripped the fucking wife, thing up and threw it out. I'm not going to fucking read this thing. I'm not. That's not the oh, point of the so story. Oh, so bold though. behind the scenes. Yeah. But, I'm, so if I'm but with what my do I have wife, to prove? I'm, I'm less, not trying to I'm prove it. Scary Jones. If I'm with my wife, I'm more likely to suck it up and not cause a scene. But if I had been there in that car, in with you know, once I stopped coughing from the fumes of the tunnel, <laughs> I, I I would have said I would have I probably would have gotten I would have I would have cased the guy, seen up and down if he if he seemed like he had a gas can with him and a and a lighter, uh, and also <laughs> my placement in the car would he have to get through Sam and Gandhi to get to me first? I probably would yeah. have said something similar to what they said because 
you know, enjoy your religion. Like, and this is not really a conversation about religion as much as it's a conversation about standing up for yourself and Scary's car. But if you enjoy your religion, <laughs> go enjoy your religion. But let me have my day. Let me have my emphysema. Let me cough. Let me let me fix my hair blown in the wind, whatever, you know. But go away. You All I want to do was to choose the path of least resistance and defuse the situation. And by Gandhi and 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 Sam voicing their opinion, which I agreed with to this guy, who is an irrational motherfucker. You know, it doesn't it doesn't compute. It doesn't add up. Okay, so why guy, are you wasting the, your breath on this fucking random weirdo? That's scary. all I'm if saying. The guy, if the guy said to you, I want you to say your mother's a whore and your two friends in the car are whores, or I'm going to scratch your car. Would you have said Gandhi and Sam are whores? My mother's a whore. Yes. Like, where do you draw the line? How far would you have gone along with this uh. guy? If this guy said, pull down your pants, I'm going to scratch your car. Would you pull down your pants? No. Right, you'd stand up for yourself at some point. But so all he was doing is different. All, all he was doing was handing us three pamphlets and spreading what he thought was his missionary fucking gospel to the world. Because he had a fucking and scary. The three of us took the pamphlets. Did Sam and I not take the? Yeah, you you handed them back though. But as you right, took them, you said once you, you then turn and look at us and say, "Oh, you two are definitely going to burn in hell." Well, then you get your pamphlet back. He didn't and say that until Sam said Wait. what she said. No, he said, if you're not bathed in the blood of Christ, you're burning in hell. And Sam said, oh, I'm a Jew. And he said, well, then you're definitely burning in hell. And that's when she handed the pamphlet back. And I don't think she's wrong to have done that. Uh, yeah, but to me. We started off being polite. He turned a corner. So we turned a corner with him. Is it the smartest thing to do? No. But at some point, Fair. you have to stand up for something. And I just think you have no idea what it's like because people don't come at you for who you are about anything. You are a white Catholic male. You don't deal with any of that I, shit. I, I, I'm spineless people then. People get to a point where they're like, fuck off. I'm spineless, but people come at to come at me for other things. But we're not just talking about I religion. People are no, but I will say that this. But this world has gotten progressively crazier. It has gotten much more nuts. <laughs> There's more mental health and wellness problems on walking this planet than there right. ever were before. We and agreed here, on that. The more people just look away from it, the more it grows. Something has to change, right? Well, Who's going to change it? Or you can. Or be made an example of and get killed. I don't know. There's worst case scenarios out there. I don't know what this guy was capable of. Who knows if he's capable enough to be walking around a fucking gas station on a 90 degree day, handing out pamphlets saying everyone's going to burn. How capable do you have to be? That he could be. That he could be fucking. Right. He could be next level fucking crazy right. to here's do more than that. Here's the ultimate question. Here's the ultimate question. Scary. And then we can we can okay. maybe, maybe move on. I don't know. Yeah. If somebody said to you, scary, <laughs> you tell the story, right? And somebody says to you, wow, scare that's some story. Is everything okay? Be honest. Your response would be, yes, my car is fine. No, no. As opposed <laughs> no, no, to my friends no. are okay. We're all okay. We're all yeah. okay. I was Brody, fearing for you guys. All he cared about was his car. That's not all true. All he cared about was no, the car. I mean, you were still said, driving the Mazda. All kidding aside. You were still driving the Mazda. Well, the car was the first thing that <laughs> he would have hit because it was right there before you guys. And then he would sure. have come to, for you guys or me or whoever. I don't know. You what you said was, oh my God, you guys, he could have fucked up my car. And Sam and I both cackled because there was no concern for either of us. No, there was either of us had that was me. upset. It was, oh my God, he would have fucked up my car. You know that I care about you guys, and that was me being halfway. That's what you said. Third. But that's Third. No, fourth. <laughs> the spare tire is second. 
I just think you leave <laughs> lunatics like that alone and you let them let them say what they have to say. I mean, do you do you really come at people that are talking to themselves in the middle of the street anywhere? No, because and- they're talking to themselves. They're not talking to me. Or if they're if talking to you. If, on the back of the street, I just keep walking. If someone's shouting at you, walking down the street at three o'clock in the morning, what do you do? Do you yell back at them or do you just keep walking and ignore? No, I would keep I, walking. I'm so then this would be the, I was asking that I we wave. do the equivalent. <laughs> we do the equivalent of no, ignoring, which would be like, take the pamphlet. If thank somebody, you so much. Listen, say what you if want. If someone actively bothers me, I'm going to say something back. If someone's just screaming into the sky, let them scream into the sky. This person actively approached us and he started by saying some bullshit. You're saying, turn the other cheek, walk away. Maybe. But at some point, people get sick of that shit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, And I don't think you've ever reached a point where you're sick of shit because you don't experience it. All right. Uh, Scary. I I, 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 agree to disagree on this. I'm like, again, I'm more of a coward than the two girls, apparently. But I understand. So you're on my side, then, is what you're saying. No, 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 no. I'm never on your side. Uh, I'm (laughs) saying I'm a coward. You're a douchebag. I am. (laughs) Uh, uh, Don't call me a douchebag. See, I stood up for myself. I, I understand where they're coming from. Because, and this is a whole other conversation about religion and our lives and what we what we put up with. But I I would like to stand up to people like that. For instance, if somebody came up to me on the street, right, and they're handing out pamphlets in Times Square, vegan restaurant, vegan restaurant, get a menu, I would be like, dude, I like meat. I would say something. But if they were a crazed killer and they're like, I've burned vegetables before in my life, I'll burn you, I would probably take the menu and be like, oh, man, the broccoli looks good. <laughs> exactly my point. You're on my side. <laughs> You're not saying it, but you actually are agreeing no, no, with me. No, no, no. I'm Thank on you. my side. High five. I'm on their side because <laughs> they have the balls to say what I would like to say. I'm not on your side because you care more about your car. But if you were in you my position your friends and it was your brand in the, new in the tunnel, if it was your brand new Dodge Charger and you were in the driver's seat and the same thing happened, how would you have felt if they said what they said? Well, my car's a lease and the top is always up because it's not a convertible. So I'd be fine. Also, I have a 370 <laughs> horsepower engine. I'd zip the fuck out of there. So with the gas, with, with the hose the still in the fucking side of the gas tank. If yes. that's what it took to protect my friends, boom, I'm out. <laughs> and then Let you the blow up to the gas station. I love you, Gandhi. I, I love you. And you have more balls than I do. And maybe Although I, I, maybe like I should, maybe I guy, should search uh, deep within to find so my. I should sign up for this guy's team. It's a team where if I don't do it right, I'm going to burn in hell versus the team I'm on that right. doesn't believe in hell. So I'm good. I'm covered my Which way. Is what Sam said. Yeah. That's what Sam said. Oh, she I was get, like, yeah. oh, it's cool. I don't believe in hell. No problem. No, no, Sam was definitely the one that was getting salty with the guy first. I, and, and then you he held was back. not. Listen, it was Passover. He Sam hasn't had bread. Salty. Leave her alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you, Brody, she was not being salty. She was like, I'm a Jew. Here you go. You can take this back. I said, I'm a Hindu. You can have this back. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And then he, could, and then like, he explained well, then why. You guys are burning in hell. And then she says, I don't have a hell, so I'm good. Like, she got exactly. smart with him. She got smart with him. He doesn't, he's but irrational. Again, your, he doesn't. Take, Kiri, your take about insults that were not coming at you about who you are and your religion, your take is. No, he was well, looking at me. He was looking at me. He was saying the same you, shit to me. Kiri. You immediately bowed and fucking showed him your yes. belly and we're like, I'm a Catholic. I'm okay. Please. I, please. Well, I was just trying. I was trying to make friends in that moment. <laughs> hey, in that hey, moment, scary. I was trying to make friends. Okay. Scary. Scary. If a guy, if, a, if you're in a bar and, and, and a, a man comes up to you, who happens to be gay and says, Hey, uh, you know, I'm really interested in you. Starts hitting on you, hitting on you. Do you say to him, Hey, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm not here for that. I'm here to hang out. Or would you be like, Hey, I'm straight. 
You would tell yes. me you were straight, right? I, no, I wouldn't. I don't think I would. I don't know what I would do. Really? But that the person is like, hey, man, if you're not you're gay, dealing, you're going to burn The hell. only difference here, you're Bang not comparing apples and oranges. Be, you know, apples and apples. This is because this guy is an irrational weirdo. You're not talking. A person who comes up to you in a bar is of sane, no, 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 of no. sound mind. So they'll understand uh, okay. that message when I give it to them that I'm straight. Okay, let's say, let's say, let's say, uh, and, and again, it's not being gay or not being gay, but let's say a man who is gay walks up to you at a gas station and is like, hey, man, uh, uh, you know, give me your phone number. Uh, I'm into you. Uh, I'd like to take you out to dinner. And if you don't, I'm going to, uh, you know, you're going to burn in hell. You'd be like, you know what? I'm flattered, but I'm straight. You wouldn't be like, no, nah, I'm in a committed relationship yeah. with another man right now. You wouldn't say that. Yeah. You're, 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 <laughs> you're like, all straight. you're doing is, 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 is serving up preposterous examples that would never happen in real uh, life. That, that's a, not a, true. a man would never it's find you attractive. Example. That's probably accurate. Oh my God. You're teaming up on me. Now, now I'm feel, I feel attacked. You guys are both teaming up on me. I didn't call Wait a you. Second. Did. What'd you expect Hold to happen? Yeah. Were you calling me in the hopes of you and Brody teaming up on me? No, I was hoping that yeah, I would get some, yeah. I would actually get something out of this other than that I was wrong. I, I thought but that was the scariest wrong jingle. Scary as wrong. <laughs> I thought that I would I thought that Brody would actually say, hey. I'm with you on this because there was a lot of things that were at play here that the, the guy was volatile and the, things could have happened for the worse. So, yes, I was hoping because I because I wanted to know that I wasn't crazy and feeling the way I feel. But obviously now I I got to do some soul. No, 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 scared. The only thing about all of this is, that is crazy at all. I get how why you feel what you feel. I understand where you're coming from. I'm saying I wish you could understand where Sam and I are coming from. Right. But furthermore, your concern through all of this was not Sam or I or anything <laughs> that happened. It was your car. It really was everything. Yeah. It could have been really anything that happened. Conversation. I just like diffusing situations, and I didn't want. I didn't want to uh, all of it, everything. So no, the difference is, if I was in my Dodge Charger, I I would probably in the back of my mind be thinking, I, I'll be honest with you, scary, uh, Gandhi, Sam, sh please don't get hurt. Don't don't get hurt. Not don't say it, Please, but I'd be like, oh, God, I, I would prefer if they didn't say it because I'd be worried for them. <laughs> okay. But I would not be thinking about my car. That I'll give you. I'll, I'll put that like not worried about my car. I'm thinking about all I would of worry it. about my, my friends and if they would um, be OK. Right. I would hope for them to be quieter because <laughs> I, I worry about you them, but get, not because you, they should be quiet, only because I know I'm not saying, saying they should be quiet. You guys are fearless and, and, and I don't know where you guys get it from. And I'm, I, you're a better man than I. <laughs> no, it has. I'm just saying it. We're coming from very, very different viewpoints when it comes to this kind of stuff. I know. People and are more likely to be triggered. But, but when I, I also ever, don't want to be. I don't have to forever. be right for the sake of being right. I know I'm right in my own head, so I don't. I could just <laughs> brush it off. And no, no, no. I'm talking about if I was in this situation. I'm like oh, with the guy. With the guy. Yes, with the guy. Not with you guys. I'm just saying. I but know you, I'm right in my own head. You were wrong so, about the tunnel. So the, I will bite. My, I will bite my tongue. I'll be like, yes, you're right. Yes, I should repent. I should burn in hell. Yes, whatever. Goodbye. Get out of here. Go on to the next car. Pedal your shit somewhere else. That's that was that's my way of handling situations like that. But I, you know, but you and guys. To be are, you, you will probably last a whole lot longer than Sam or I are going to last in mm -hmm. some capacity where somebody decides to be crazy and snap at the people who had something to say. You're right. You can live a life in fear and you will probably go a lot further or farther. I don't know which one it is. I don't want Brody to correct me. Either way, <laughs> I think that that's uh, how uh, you want to live. You should live that way. And there's probably okay. a ton of people who agree with you. I'm just saying Sam and I have dealt with bullshit 
a little more. So it just gets really frustrating. And every right. now and then you just have to tell some people to fuck off. And we didn't even tell him to fuck off. We just handed his pamphlets back. Yeah. I would prefer if you told a, uh, a sane, sound-minded person to fuck off as opposed to a really but weird... We didn't tell him to fuck off. And sane no. people of sound mind don't do that stuff. Yeah, that's true. All right. Speaking All right. of insane people, I just Googled, should I drive through a tunnel with my top down? Yeah. Uh, here's oh, the first thing on, I found. Man. It's better to keep your windows closed due to the excess exhaust fumes. Let your car's filtering system, assuming it has one, which I'm sure your car does, handle providing you with relatively clean air. Or you could put your AC in recirculating mode to help keep out the fumes and the smells. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Just stick another dagger. This really has not worked out in scary favor today. Okay, this is backfired. <laughs> I love you, Gandhi. You can go out go home and do what I you got to do. I love you. Bye. And we're going to take a okay, break. Bye, Gandhi. Okay, happy Brooklyn Boys Inc. Uh, Bye, guys. Bye. Nice talk to you, Brody. Okay, bye. Mm. Likewise. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. (sighs) Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy 
and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Wow. Well, that was fun. Didn't see that coming. That was a Again, long That was a long I would have wanted time. them to say less out of fear, of my own fear for them. Yeah. But you worry about the car too much. It's a lease. That was part of it. It was part of the, it was just a, I was I was half joking. I was I was worried for everybody's safety at that point. The guy no, you I don't you. know what he's gonna do. Uh, yeah, I got you. Dude, I was driving down Sixth Avenue today on the way to work in Four lanes at five o'clock in the morning. Road is relatively empty, thank God. And all of a sudden, there's a traffic jam ahead, and some fucking random guy is like looking around into space, like in the middle of the, the second lane, just like, whoa, like, like what? And and people had to go around him. They had to stop. So God forbid that guy could have gotten run over. Run over. This is what we're dealing with. This is what's happening in this world. I don't mean well, to be death, doom, and destruction, but no, no, no. I just like to, I, my mom, my mama always told me, keep your nose clean and only talk yeah. to your friends. That guy was not my friend. I'll take in your pamphlet. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I get See that. See you later. All right, all right, um, we can move on, please. And and man, oh man, we've 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 really eaten up a lot of time on this. And I'm sorry. Well, I want to talk about the city because you were talking about driving on 6th Avenue. Last episode, you were complaining about e-bikes <laughs> and the green pathway in the street where yeah. they're riding, right? Oh yeah, they're coming out now. Yeah. Yeah. So again, my wife and I were in uh, Times Square. We we're going to see a Broadway show, which we're going to talk about because you've seen it and I've seen it. And it was fantastic. So we're on our way to see Shucked, which is a new Broadway comic uh, comedy. And we're trying to cross Eighth Avenue. Uh huh. It was Eighth. And we, we step out into the street. And and there's a green lane. Yeah, like, oh, there that's it comes. The green lane Scary was talking that's about. That's right. Now, <laughs> so be careful the, you don't get fucking run over. We're on the uh, southwest corner. So, yep. Uh, we're on the left side of the street on the southern side. Yeah. How'd right? that go for so you? Closer yeah, to downtown. Brody. Cars, not cars, e bikes mm -hmm. and motorcycles yep. start flying that's right. when the light changes and they're making left turns. Right where we're standing. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one of them missed me maybe by two inches. Telling you. This is a real thing. I, I, I'm like, oh my God, Scary was right. So I'm going to give you props for that because the city was insanity. And, and it's only it getting worse because like, the weather is getting better. So there's more of them out there. Yeah. And there's tourists. And look, I don't know if it was the pandemic. I don't know if it's tourism. But no matter how busy Manhattan is, and it's probably any city USA, but New York is probably the the biggest victim of this, of, uh, of this problem. When you cross a, a horde of people cross the street going one way and a horde of people cross the street coming at you. Yeah. And it used to be 85% of the horde would stay to the right. Cause that's how we're, it, we're taught. That's how you walk in America. And 85% would stay to their right, which is my left. And most people would be able to, and a couple of British people would go on the wrong side. <laughs> of course. Cause they're British. Porto. Now, <laughs> Everybody stands completely wide, the whole width of the crosswalk, right? So instead of like 
five people wide going one way and five people wide going the other. It's now 10 people wide going one way yeah. and 10 people wide going the other way. And everybody has to slam into each other. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? There's no and, rules. I, I, stay to the fucking right. It's lawlessness. They don't care. People think I'm going to go right to the front and, and stand 10 wide because I'm in a hurry. Manhattan. You're crashing into other people. Manhattan is just sloppy in general. It's gotten sloppy. There used to be a flow. And then, you could you could flow. Yeah, to but the car, right, flow now to you left. got mopeds and motorcycles and Vespas and, and e bikes and scooters and all lions going. And tigers and, bears. and they're all going the some of them are going the wrong way. Others have that nice little green lane and it's on a one one way street. But, but yet but yet but yet the the bikers are, are in the middle of the street when there's a bike lane. They have lanes for them, built for them, and they're still going, and they're going the wrong way. There is they're no gonna, rules. They're going to have to paint north and south colors on the sidewalk so people know which side of the street yes. to walk on. What happened to human beings? The pandemic happened. People are out of their minds now. Did, did, it's did disgusting. Did 16-year-olds come out of the pandemic as 16-year-olds and not know no. what side of the street to there's, walk on? Then, there's, you got, then you got the the food, those food, uh, uh, ca- uh, what do you call those the, the places where, no, the, no, the, the places where they uh the food, food shacks the, the the shacks where they people are sitting the outdoor dining shacks outdoor seating the outdoor seating pavilions and these structures that are up pavilions whatever the hell they are the there's bike racks the city bike racks taken up it's just disgusting and then the bike lanes and then there's the there's the garbage it's it is yeah, an yeah, atrocity. You're about the city. I'm just complaining about people. No, but all of it adds to the chaos and the lawlessness. Slices. slices, when you come to New York, if you're not from New York, enjoy the greatest city in the world. Really, it is. But stay to the right. Same rules apply that you drive a car as on the sidewalk. Don't stop short. Keep moving. Stay to the right. Everyone's high. You want to look up? Look up at a distance. No, everyone's Don't high. Everyone's everyone's smoking weed. That's all. Oh, all this contributes is, to it. It, it all yeah, contributes. because people. Thing, well. Ah, not on the street. I, you can't breathe. And it's all, like being in a tunnel with the top down. And and just because weed is legal Hello. in New York, it's weed it, and it's 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 legal to smoke. Uh, it and these that doesn't mean that these dispensaries have the right to pop up and sell THC because they do not have they don't have the right to. They don't have the li- they don't have licenses. You have to be licensed for it. So there's hundreds of these stores popping up. I went in there yesterday. A buddy of mine, he goes, oh, here's another one of these. It's right, like a buddy world. of yours dragged you in. Yeah. You know, well, Jetski Brian. You're not going to go in by yourself. No, Jetski Brian. And I'm oh, like, oh, Jetski Brian. So here's what they do. Still they advertise on. the Delta 8, which is the legal anyone could sell without a license. And you walk in, there's candy, there's soda, whatever. And there's and then there are these mirrored, mirrored display cases. And you could see like the products that they're offering. Oh. But And then the guy verbally tells you, yeah, we got uh, we got rolled joints. We got whatever you want here, and then he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "I want yeah, give me give me five of them." All of a sudden, the guy is behind the counter, behind a mirrored glass um, case, view case, yeah. which you could see into. Mm-hmm. It's a two way fucking mirror case. It he we he reaches underneath and in. And his, you see his hands going into the case, almost toward you, but okay. you realize it's a physical impossibility because you don't see his hands. You don't see him doing it. And like, oh my God, it's a whole hidden fucking closet that he's got underneath here for the illegal shit. 
and he comes up and he brings the puts the whole case on top of the the counter, the countertop. And he's like, yeah, what do you want? We got this, this, and this. And then you take what you want, and then he puts it back in. But his hands are going toward you inside the case, but you don't see his hands. You see a reflection of what's in the case. It's the biggest psych out. It's almost like an illusion, an optical illusion. Well, it and, is. But so what did he bring out? Oh, illegal marijuana, just like weed, just literally joints. Okay, so there are types of marijuana that aren't legal. In New York? Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. No, it's all legalized. The THC, oh, regular marijuana is legalized, sell. but it's illegal to sell without a license, which is pretty this much... Is the n- kind of st- so he's pulling out the stuff that makes you go up to people and threaten to burn them at cars. <laughs> yeah. The crazy stuff. Basically, anytime you see these dispensaries or whatever, or they're selling like the gummies with the Delta 8, which is totally legal to sell without a license, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more back there that they could that they're going to sell you that they can sell you but you have to ask for it wink wink it's one of those things but i will not be doing that wink wink well i'm just saying that yeah the licensed thc real weed dispensaries that they have are few and far between in the city most of them don't have the license they only have the license to sell the delta 8 but they're carrying the the other stuff anyway and selling it to you from behind a counter behind an optical illusion counter i've never seen anything like this in my life i wish this podcast is not visual but man oh man i i anyway i saw i i couldn't believe what i was seeing last night visual you'd be bringing out drugs on the camera what are you talking no no, i would try and show you what the one of these counters look like it's like oh. a, it, it, you're looking into a display well, you've, case. You've totally uh, narked all these guys and given the police the, the, the tip off on where they're hiding all the good shit <laughs> or the illegal shit. I should say. They should know. Yeah, you think? This is like Times Square, um, uh, Canal Street, where they put the uh, really expensive fake purses in the uh, behind the wall. That right. And it's a wall that doesn't look like it opens or something, or right. it's like a trap door or some wall. shit. Yeah. Right. That's the equivalent of what was going on. Interesting. Anyway. All, all right. right. We got to take another break. All right. Way behind. I'm, I'm still butthurt from the last be. segment. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. 
Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry, Malay, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. All right, can we talk about Shucked for a minute? We absolutely can. For several minutes. Scary scary went to see Shucked with a couple of of, uh, other people from the morning show. And he texts me and he says, oh my God, the show is fantastic. I thought of you the whole time, meaning me. Yeah. Because it's puns and it's clever and it's it's rapid fire jokes. And usually when people say that, I go, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure it was hilarious. And I start reading the reviews. And I'm like, holy crap, these are really good reviews. It sounds like Scary knows what he's talking about. So if you guys saw my social media, you, uh, you would see that I went and I loved it. So I, we went uh, Saturday night. We went to Carmine's afterwards. Afterwards. And uh, so we went. We had really good seats, which uh, I think we sat sixth row off to the right. We got lucky on the seats. And Humble brag. Well, we got lucky on the seats. I got you know, yeah. I get lucky. Yeah, I got lucky. I won a trip to... Uh- to to um, Lisbon and Paris. All right. All right. <laughs> Scary. First of all, the jokes flying fast and furious. You were 100% right. I said that there will be no longer than 30 seconds without a laugh. Uh, no spoilers. The brother? Yeah. Oh, my God. The yeah. brother great, is priceless. Great character. Uh, the story, There's two storytellers who narrate the show. And I, I love them both, but I want to give a special. I want to get this guy on our podcast if we can. Uh, I would. I take anybody from the show, but Gray Henson, the male storyteller. Yeah, his facial expressions and his timing, unbelievable. Um, the the the. I have never, and I've seen a, a fair amount of Broadway shows. I have never seen a standing ovation in the middle of an act, where somebody's again. I'm going to say who or what. Somebody sing, sings a song in the middle of an act and the place stopped 
Everybody stood oh, up. Oh, we didn't get that reaction. I don't know what part you're talking about. I don't. We'll I'll talk tell you later. All we'll fair. take later. Um. Well, here's the thing. The night before we were there, the person who got the standing ovation was out sick and and um, missed the performance the night before, I believe, or had missed a performance or two that week yeah. from what we read online. And so it's possible you went to a show where this person had off the day or it was a matinee, whatever it was. Sometimes you don't get the full cast. Someone else, whatever. Oh, I hate when sure that little slip of paper fl- slides out of the playbill. I'm like, no, replacements. Yes. Lin-Manuel Miranda will be played by Mike Smith. You're like, damn it! But usually the person who fills in is phenomenal, and I'm sure the person who fills in for this person is phenomenal. That being said, I've never seen everyone stand up, and they had to stop the show while everyone stood up, and the the song, the difficulty, and the quality of the performance was on... Was it the woman? There's a lot of women in the show. There's... There's was it a few women. A women? Was it a female solo vocal? I will say it's someone who was on Glee. How about okay, that? That's it. All right. Okay. Fine. Um, the the cast is spot on. Um, and the timing, the jokes, the, the timing, the, the comedy, it's, and it's, on a on a live stage like that, that many one liners and 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 quick zingers, expressions, yeah. and the hand gestures, and you're like, what is shocked about? I will say. They make a lot of corn puns. And so if you look at my Twitter yeah. at David Brody, I tweeted that I enjoyed the show and the Shuck Twitter account yeah. tweeted me back a pun. They were like, oh, I'm either I, I, yeah, I'm glad you had a corntastic time or something. So, you know, me with puns. I went back and forth about how I got into the city in a jiffy, you know, and, and uh, anyway, the thing we started doing corn puns, jiffy pop. <laughs> Very yeah, funny. We started doing corn puns for five or six tweets. I, I will say I had that much fun. I will say you this. Saw it, yeah. yeah. I just want to say that never ever. This is a this is a classic example of judging. Don't judge a book by its cover because a lot of people go in saying it's a play about corn. Like what the what could be funny about this? Well, I don't understand it. But it's This is the word of mouth smash hit of the year, I think, and it's gonna. I think it's gonna win some Tonys because of the com- comedy, the comedic precision, and everything. The, the whole thing is just awesome. You've got to see Shucked if you're in town. Make it a priority. The interesting thing about Shucked is it takes place in a very small town, and it's about small town life. But if you're from the big city, there's enough jokes that like include you as a big city person. To, right? Yeah. But if you're a small town person visiting New York, then it, then it, there's also jokes that you get, yeah. and it's like, right, it's like aimed at everybody. Just a small town boy? Living in a lolly... Anyway, born and raised in uh, South I, Detroit. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. Well, when that's I went a city in. boy. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't Just, know what to expect going in. Um, I will say if you're from Tampa, you will enjoy uh, the <laughs> scenes that take place in Tampa uh, or you will not enjoy the scene. No, you it's will. because It's hilarious. So it, yeah, small town. And then there's a scene that takes place in Tampa. Uh, it just, uh, I, I was, it was one of those shows you go to and you're like, I, I why can't I own this on, on DVD? Right, like I hope they stream it. I want to watch this again. Yeah. So I I would go see it again because of the nonstop jokes. I would and go see it again yeah. just because I feel like I missed some jokes because some people were laughing so hard that they were missing some of the lines that were coming out, and I'm like, or something just like, wait a second, they laughed at that and I didn't get it, and now it's too late for me to turn back because there were a couple of times where I was just, you know, I had to say, what was that joke at that moment there, that there everybody were that a got a big of laugh. jokes that I laughed at. I'm not bragging about me, but I just I laughed right away. And then there was a pause, and right. then people like 
you could see people explaining some things and all of a sudden there was a second wave of laughter when people the, the, they finally I'm not got see it. what it is the kidney stone joke yes holy shit yeah all right we'll leave it uh, there all right we, uh, we, we've gone on and on about something hey. that nobody's seen yeah okay can i just say one more thing unrelated to shocked yes but related so you were like oh you got lucky with your seats right because i had good seats and when you go to a broadway show you 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 pay more for better seats That'd be fair, right? You do, yes. Okay. That is a, because, that is a fact. You can, you can see the people better. You look closer to the action. Fine. Okay. You heard what AMC is doing, right? No. It's a couple of weeks old, this story. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they released their maps last week so you could see the seating charts. When you go to AMC Theater, you can pick out any seat you want. Okay? Now, I'm okay if you want to discount the front row because the front row sucks. You got to look up. I get that. Discount the front row. But they are now doing concert seating pricing in a movie theater. Wow. So if you want to sit in the middle of the aisle and the middle of the theater, you have to pay more money for your ticket. If you want to sit off to the side, you pay less for your ticket. I feel if people don't have the money to spend for their family of four, family of five, whatever, you have to get shitty seats now. Yeah. Because you don't want to spend the extra $12, $15. How do you feel about that? I say, fuck them. That's what I say. I I understand that these movie theater companies are, they, 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 these big conglomerates are struggling because they haven't recovered. There was some crazy fact out about only like a fraction of the people have come back since before the pan, pandemic that they had. And, and, yeah, and so that. they're so looking for ways, creative off? ways to make money. So this priced seating thing, to me, I see it. That's for concerts. That's for live action stuff. I I feel like movie theaters should not be subject to that uh, with this staggered pricing thing, because it's well, it's just unfair. It's you know, and you're not watching something that's like a live person like playing guitar. Like oh, I've got to see the. I want to see. I want to be closer. I want to see the finger fingers on the guitar. No. Okay. So they're pretty this much is a movie screen. Yeah. So your angle is slightly better. I got to listen. It's first come first serve back in the old days. Back in my day, you just got there early and you hoped you got a seat. So technology comes out and you're like, oh, I can pick my seat. Well, if you want to sit in the middle, what do you do? You, you pick your seat before the other guy does and you get your seat. Again, you want to discount the first row, discount the first row. Well, they'll Don't never raise do that. The prices on the better. No, they are the discounting the first row. That's how they're going to balance it. They're going to discount the first. Excuse me. Discount the first row and then raise the prices. I got news for you. Row two is is no better than row one. Well, it's a little bit better. It's a row better. If you're in a recliner theater, talking about like eight inches. Okay. So I'm looking at the map and it looks like the front row and then off to the side, if you're right, is a little bit less. But the middle, it's all gold seating. All gold, platinum seating, whatever. So you got to pay top dollar. So they raise the raise the price. I go to Cinemark, sit wherever I want. It was that's the one that's filing for Chapter Eleven. I no, heard. it's not. That's Regal. Nope, it was in the news today. Cinemark. Hold on, Cinemark let me get the story. The I don't want to misquote myself. Uh, Cinemark, uh, Chapter Eleven. Let's see. Um, there's a story about. Let's see here. They're having trouble. I just know they're having issues. They're closing. They're filing. Um, okay. According to Market Watch, Cinemark stock leaps towards eight-month high as it scored the highest one-day total. Uh, yeah, you should invest in Cinemark. Box office boom. 
Plano based Cinemark has highest single day ever. Maybe it wasn't Cinemark. There was a negative story you, that came Cinemark, out. Okay. I'll tell you why Cinemark's doing well, and I might buy their stock. Their movie theaters are nice. The sound system is amazing, and it's all new, and they don't charge extra to sit in the middle. Okay. AMC, which has more theaters in my area, the seats are ripped up, the lights don't work, and they have the audacity. Remember that's I told you I saw Toy Story 4 or whatever, yeah. and there was a brown like a rectangle yep. on the screen. Yep. That's the kind of shit you're paying extra for at AMC. Fuck you, AMC. They get free bed bugs at AMC, though. Ah, uh, you Plenty. know, I told you you were full of shit the last time. I'm not going to debate you on that one. You're not going to debate me on wrong. Bed bugs, ladies and gentlemen. Just yeah. yeah. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. Good one, Dad. (sighs) Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
take good care and we'll see you there. Ugh, I can't stand. I had I had to go to a theater to see Air. Um, yeah, you told me. And it I was AMC. It. Well, I loved it, but it, it was just this smell that was protruding through the like old carpet smell, like in the in the theater. Oh, I went to, went to um, that AMC, that junky one in Times Square. I couldn't believe it. it the oh, place was, yeah. was shit. It just it looks like they haven't done a damn thing to it since they opened up all those years ago, and the place is like. Tattered, destroyed, disgusting. It was, it was sad. It this was is sad. the one on Forty Second Street on the south side of the street. Yes, you know this. That's the one in the in the fancy old building, right? It's attached to an Applebee's and a Dave and Buster's. The AMC so, Twenty Five. It sucks. If I if I remember correctly, that building was on the corner. They physically moved the oh. entire building over one address. Oh wow! And then opened it up as a movie theater. And then put uh, they put a skyscraper where the uh, movie theater was. Whatever but it they is. slid the building over. That place needs some work. Yeah, well, they'll, it's, give, it's it, yeah, they'll give it a paint high job. Traffic. Put lipstick on a pig. No, lipstick. On, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, all right. Can I read some listener stuff real quick? Yes, and I know we have to uh, we have to mosey on out of here. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. Okay, version. so uh, Audra said, I "Had to send this to you. It made me think about your rants on this exact Facebook topic." So. In her Facebook group, mom's group on Facebook, uh, somebody wrote, in search of a really good vegan plant-based restaurant in North Jersey. And Joel wrote, Salad Works? Now, that's a that's not a vegan place. That's just a place that sells salad. Mm-hmm. And he writes, Salad Works? Question mark. Then he writes, I don't really know of any. I have a vegan vegetarian rest- recipe I can share with you, though. Oh. How is that helpful, Joel? Not helpful at all. She wants a restaurant. Maybe she wants to go out with friends. And your your suggestion is, I don't know any, but I give you a recipe for one thing. Fuck you. <laughs> that isn't helping anybody. Well, let's we see are. what else I have from listeners. Oh, uh, I got a I got a couple of scambonies I want to get to. Um, let me let me just talk about one quick scamboni. Oh, uh, wait, can I give I, you the music? Can I give you the music? Give me the music, please. I give you the music, maestro. Uh. What is that? Okay, so but you know the scambonies where people you're getting uh text messages from people you don't know. Right? Yes. So I got one that said, uh, <laughs> are you there? Yeah, I get that. Are one you too. there? Yeah. I'm not writing back to them because nope. that's a scamboni. Yep. Um I want to give a, a shout Wait, out to while Mildred. we're on those, hold on. I, I wanted to read a couple of fun ones to you. If we can. Yes. Can yes, I? Please. Let's see here. Yes, uh this is the Unknown senders I have a, in, a, in its own little folder here. I've saved these. Um, oh, okay. I'll shut that music. Why is it on a loop? You looped it. You looped it. Um, yeah. This one here. This says, uh, this number has been on my phone for a while, but I don't know who you are. Are you? Question mark. <laughs> Area code 815. What does that even mean? It's not even a sentence. And I've gotten some hellos and some haze. Um, and then, um, oh, here's a fun one. Dear Emily, did you receive the costume design I sent you yesterday? I'm not oh, answering that that's shit. that's similar to the one I got that said that I get the blueprints. The blueprints. Yeah. That's funny. Maybe they're, 
hoping that they've just landed, like got lightning in a bottle and that they reached out and they landed on an Emily. But that means somebody is falling for it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Sad. Speaking of falling for it, Mildred on LinkedIn. So Mildred on LinkedIn. Again, I only accept connections from people that are in my industry or, uh, or, or similar or like on a business relationship. I want to be friends with them, right? I'm not looking for like strangers to connect with me on, on LinkedIn. It's not why I'm there. You're not looking for strangers well, in the night. So Mildred sends me a, um, a message. Let me see if I have the actual message. Here. Hold on. She says, so, you know, like Facebook, which is people you might know. Yeah. Link, LinkedIn does the same thing. LinkedIn does. Um, hey, here's someone that you have friends with or people with similar interests to you. Yeah. Uh, follow yeah this I get person. those all the time as suggestions. Yeah. So Mildred says. Your profile keeps recommending. Your profile keeps being recommended to me by LinkedIn. Oh, really? Uh, what uh, that I should connect with you. So here goes. So I look up Mildred, and she's business professional and company designs websites. And she used to be a barista. Doesn't say where, but she was a barista somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know what? I was a barista at Starbucks back in the day. I was a manager, but technically, I was trained to be a barista. Did you accept her? I so I said, seems like a noble enough reason. As a former Starbucks manager and trainer, and of course a, bar- a barista, I accept. I accepted a friendship. On day two, she says, would you be interested in getting a website built for you free? My company builds websites for free. And, uh, you know, if you want some of the more uh, fancy or ornate or, you know, upscale additions to the website, then, of course, we can then discuss it. But the basic website is free, and I'd love to do that for you. So I wrote back, you know, I appreciate the generous offer, but I'm getting the impression you friended me so you could pitch me on a free website. No, no, not at all. I was just thinking now that we're connected, I would let you know that my company offers free websites. And I, I see that- By the way, right now, it sounds like you're talking to a bot. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, it's a it's real, a real person. Okay. Yeah, a real person. Or maybe AI. No, no, no. No? So she writes back, no, 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 I friended you for the right reason. I just wanted to share. I go, okay. Okay. A few days later, you know, mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, you list all your skills, your previous jobs. Yep. And then like, I have like audio editing. If Scary Jones cared enough about me, he would go on my, my LinkedIn and say, I recommend Brody for audio editing. He's good at it. Oh, I can this do that. For perspective, I've asked you already. You haven't. Uh, I don't really, I don't really go on LinkedIn. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've asked you to, anyway, you haven't. I asked Scary Jones to write me a recommendation. All right. Let, let me do it. So if somebody looks at your profile, they might go, oh, comedy writing. I will recommend him as a comedy writer because I know he's a good comedy writer. Well, at the very bottom of all my skills, I, I put that I was, a, you know, I, I can be a line cook if I, if I had to because it's interesting that I'm, I'm, I have so many skills, right? Out of nowhere, this woman recommends me as a line cook. <laughs> as if like to like, Stay in my circle, stay in my friendship, yeah. like, like make it look good. Like, Hey, I recommended you for like, she was, she heard that you were perfect at cooking steaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I immediately blocked her. Uh huh. It like, like I couldn't be more annoying that now you're looking through my page and you're like, I'm going to recommend him because I'm going to get on his good side. Maybe he'll buy a website for me. Fuck you, Mildred. And that's not a made up name. Her real name is Mildred. I'm not friends with her on LinkedIn anymore, so you can't like look to see who I find. Fuck you, Mildred. Yeah. Fuck you. Don't don't scam. And then I get all these people on LinkedIn. Uh, well, 
a coach, career coach. Yeah. Whatever. Well, like, what, I, what I've noticed from LinkedIn is there's a stock, there's a stock template of whatever. And all it takes is for them to hit a button and just go right down the list of their contacts and hit it again and again and again and again. And everyone gets the same message. I don't think there was one ounce of a personalized message from this woman to begin with. I think she just just email blasted her entire yep. contact list yep. on LinkedIn. That's exactly yeah, oh, that's yeah, how they your operate. Profile, your profile. No, I, no, Do you no, know how many no, times no, people no. pitching me on music and shit? I'm like, yeah. well, uh, dude, re- uh, look what I do for a living. I, I, you know, I don't know. All right. Anyway, so so F Mildred. F Mildred. You know okay. And then the last scamboni of the day, and then we got to get out of here, is eBay. Now, I love eBay. Shop on eBay. I sell on eBay. I, I used to love eBay. Hmm. I feel I like e- eBay is chock full of scambonis. Like, we've talked well, about several over the years. from people. This is a scamboni from eBay. And I tweeted at them, and the bullshit response I got back from them so let me tell you what the scamboni is. So when you when you sell something on e- on eBay, right? You are, you expect to give them oh, I don't know, 13 to 15% of the total sale. Pretty much. And and I never really looked before because when I sell something, I know they take a percentage and I'm like, "All right, it is what it is." But because I'm selling stuff for Skiri now, I have to figure out Hey, we're partners. Right? How much I have to give Skiri of the money I just got? Right? So if I sell something for $50, eBay is going to take 15%, which is like $7.50, I thought. And then that leaves like, you know, $42.50. I take my cut. I send Scary 30 something dollars. Yep. So I start looking at the at the fees, and they take they took 13.5%, not off of the thing I sold for Scary for $52. But the $52 plus the shipping. Oh, boy. Right? And the tax. Wait, that's, so that's they, disproportionate. Right. So they took 15, 13%, whatever, off of 60-something dollars, $68. Now, when, I, when, when you get shipping money, if you've never sold on eBay, that's so I can buy a label and ship the item to the person. And when there's taxes involved, the, the buyer pays the taxes. I don't get that money. The buyer pays the taxes. So the buyer paid $69. But I'm being charged a percentage of my profit on the item I sold, the shipping, which I don't make any money off of, and the tax I don't I have nothing to do with. Wow. That's a scam bony. So I tweeted. That's some balls. Hey, eBay, that's a scam. Here's what Ask eBay wrote me back. Our goal is to create a simpler, more streamlined fee structure. Before you had to pay a separate payments processing fee to a third party based on the total amount of the sale, including tax. Now the fee is calculated on the total amount of the sale, inclusive of tax. So you made it easier by charging me more money. Oh, by we used to have to break it down and not charge you for that. Now we just take the money. We just go, I'll make it easier for everybody. It's not easier. You're charging me more money. So I wrote back, that's a scamboni. That's bullshit. And they wrote back, we appreciate your feedback on this. And we will be happy to pass along any concerns that you may have on the fee structure and the way that it's processed. And then Tanya wrote her name. Tanya is not telling anybody. Tanya is eating that and going to bed. Of course. She's not going to tell Mr. eBay. No. Hey, Mr. eBay. Why David should she? Brody is upset that you're scamming. And, and you know She's what? She's still getting her paycheck at the end of the week. They are scamming and taking a percentage off the shipping total. So the, I had to ship something heavy, right? 
The person paid $12 to ship it. I printed the label. It cost like, I don't know, eleven ninety six, But I paid 13% of the $12 for what? And then I got 13% of the time. So I, I, look, I didn't take the loss scare you did on this one. I'm just letting you know, all your money went to eBay. They fucked you. Scamboni. Thank you. All right. So, I read, I'm mad for you. We're good? Okay. I I, I'm good. going to now turn my frown upside down because I'm still butthurt from earlier. Right. And, uh, but you're going to Lisbon. I'm going to Lisbon. I'm going to Paris. Lisbon. I'm going to come back town 10 pounds heavier. Second quarter scary? Second quarter scary. I'm oh, I'm headed for third quarter before long. Hey, scary. Yeah. Give me a favor. What's up? Where's Lisbon located? Oh, Lisbos? No, Lisbon. What country? Portugal! The boys from Brooklyn! Brooklyn! The boys from Brooklyn! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 